Welcome to the Mother Loving Future Show, hosted by Amber Strange and Jenna Penrose, two mothers and detectives dedicated to fully embodying a new paradigm of conscious parenting, deeper relationships, healing ourselves into radiant health, and epic answers to age-old enigmas. Get ready to get your mind blown, because this week's episode starts in Three, two, one. Welcome to the Mother Loving Future Show, everyone. We are your hosts, Amber and Jenna, and we are discussing some pretty crazy material in today's episode with the topic Resurrecting Earth's Divine Future. So buckle your seatbelts and put on your open mind because you're in for a wild ride. Also, a very special welcome to today's guest, Chrissy Helmer. Drum hello, roll. friends. Hello, hello. We Hi, Chrissy. Oh, we're so happy and grateful to have you on today. Same. So grateful to be here. Amazing. Jenna, Chrissy's bio. Give yes. it to us. So Chrissy Helmer is a wife and mom of three beautiful kids, I might add. Um, She is known as the owner of a holistic boutique health educator, author of Healing Through Wisdom, uh, and she has the Next Level Living podcast. She's a host of that. She's a communicator and champion of other people's dreams. Chrissy brings passion, activation, authenticity, and transparency, and lives what she speaks. Chrissy went from eating Lucky Charms to loving lemon water as she discovered how to holistically heal, becoming symptom-free from celiac, autoimmune, and hormone issues. And we do recommend that you follow her on Instagram and check out her website, and we are going to put those links in the show notes. Also, a side note, Chrissy is, you should have like a fact check service, Chrissy. (laughs) I don't know anyone that has, that does as much research into the things that are going on in the world and has facts and has really good sources and a photographic memory for all of the little, the the little tidbits you learn along the way. So yeah, really grateful to have you on because you're a wealth of knowledge in so many pressing topics right now. So thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Me too. Definition time. So it's crystal clear for all, all our listeners what we're getting into. Well, I'm not sure this is going to make anything crystal clear, but uh, <laughs> so my, my definition of uh, resurrecting Earth's divine future is this. We stand at a crossroads and there are multiple possibilities for the direction that our planet will head in the future. Some people who hide in the shadows want an artificial future full of AI, manipulated food and weather, and a far reduced population that is easy to control. Those who push this agenda have a lot of money, power, and unchecked egos. But on the other hand, there are also thousands upon thousands of us that are rooting for a sustainable future where humanity reaches higher levels of collective consciousness and creates new global systems and institutions which reflect the divine possibilities that our beautiful planet has to offer. Perhaps the best way to achieve the second option and to resurrect the Earth's divine future is to get the word out there about the disgusting things happening behind the scenes and exactly how we can achieve global peace and prosperity for all life on Earth if we work together to evolve. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not a small topic. <laughs> mm. A lot. It's a lot. And 
It's a lot of of crazy rabbit hole stuff that you kind of have to go down. Mm. Well, let's get straight into it. Chrissy, I know that we're in a time in history that the human capacity and consumption has just exceeded sustainable limits. We also have old institutions that are so corrupt, they are crumbling. Yes, Aquarian age. Thank you. Chrissy, what is your take on the current global crisis? Hmm. So first I would say, I don't see a crisis. Nice. That's nice one. That's just first. I, I really don't like, I really don't see a crisis. Now I don't want to negate that people, I know people are hurting. I know people are sick. I know people are fearful, but that is always like, that isn't a new thing, right? I mean, people are always dying, always evolving. There's always good and evil, but I don't see this as a crisis. I see some massive wins in the middle of this. Um, things that we have hoped and prayed for for so long are actually happening alongside the plan, whatever you want to call it. There's always the plan of good and the plan of evil. And they are, you know, it's a tug of war of power. But I really don't see a crisis. I see a brilliant opportunity. I see people waking up like never before. I see opportunity for people to realize what their idols were. Again, I love sports and college and all the big things as much as anybody else, but recognizing where our time and attention has been. I mean, there's so many things personal, but also universal that are happening that I think are brilliant. And I know this sounds might sound weird. I have had actually so much excitement and joy and anticipation every day during this process. I feel exactly the same, Chrissy. I, I really do. I, it's like I've been waiting for this and yeah. I'm so excited that it's here and I'm like just excited to see it unfold. Yeah. And is there moments my ego, my mother bear has had protective instinctual moments of like, what if things don't go as planned or, oh my gosh, this happened or this happened and I just have to bring it back to truth and center myself and, you know, all of that. I, I've had those small moments, but I'd say the majority is like, I know it sounds crazy, but I'm like, okay, what's going to happen today? What what corruption is going to be exposed today? I mean, for the love, we have the mainstream media talking about the corruption of Bill Gates. Could we have dreamed that up? Did no, we that's think incredible. this day was coming? Did we no, think this was going to happen like this? Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. But can you guys speak to the financial crisis that's happening oh. and the crashing of the economy? I mean, For sure. everyone's For sure. out of work. Everyone's jobs have just a lot of places aren't going to reopen. And people right. are, it's a real issue where they don't know where their next paycheck is coming from and what yes. they've been working for for their whole life has just disintegrated. So do you see that as divine orchestration to get them back on their true path. And maybe that wasn't in alignment with their highest good, or is that a real crisis? Mm -hmm. Totally acknowledge and understand and have compassion for that side of things. You know, my husband has had to lay off almost a hundred um, employees during this time. And that has been very difficult. And that has been very hard for him um, having to lay people off and having jobs, you know, close. And so I do realize the reality of that. It's in my own home, you know, with his 
teams. Um, so that is real. The good news is, is there is unemployment. And I will tell you that people that just got their unemployment activated this week all said it was 300, 500, 800 more than it should have been on top of stimulus checks. Now, again, is all of that going to take care of people in California where it's very expensive? You know, I don't know. Maybe is this a time for people that weren't wise with their money? Maybe they had, you know, they didn't steward what they had. Maybe it's an awakening for them that it's time for a budget. It's time for a savings. It's time to not have debt. Mm -hmm. You know, is that possible, right? We have to all face that reality. Maybe I didn't really need that car or that second home, or I really don't need, you know, my nails, hair, eyelashes done all the time. Can I think that that can come out of it? Sure. But I do have compassion for people that are losing businesses, losing homes at the same time. There is provision for those things. People are getting checks. Businesses are getting checks. You know, people are getting unemployment and stimulus. So there is that good side of things. But yes, are certain things not going as well? And maybe that's where my piece is because, you know, that's not direct in my home. My husband and I still have jobs. So, but I I do know people that don't have jobs. I do know people that they haven't had their business doors open. I am talking with friends that are in situations and some of them better than others. Some of them prepared for something like this. And that's the wisdom of preparation, right? Like even I'm going to share transparently. I was three days away from closing escrow on a Victorian home downtown that was going to drain our entire everything to create this wellness center. And everything fell apart in all of these weird twists of events. And I thought, how is this even happening? I thought I lost a dream, lost a plan, lost the house. And within three days, all of these things started happening. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was divinely protected. I would have lost everything had I put all my money into that house. Mm -hmm. That has happened to us and to about two other friends we know as well, like literally days before this all went down. The plans got halted. And Mm -hmm. I am really grateful for having conditioned my perspective in the truth that I believe and see everywhere that with every breakdown, there is a breakthrough. And sometimes when we are so ingrained in a specific way of doing things on the hamster wheel, we need a massive breakdown in order for us to create space to reinvent. And this is a time of realignment, reinvention. And with the amount of information that's out there right now and the cracking of this current paradigm and Mm -hmm. the unveiling of what's going on behind the scenes, people have a whole new reality to work with when moving forward in recreating their life, their passion, what they're putting their time and focus and energy into. Mm -hmm. Out of this time in lockdown, we Thank, I thank God every single day that we have family with a farm and we're connected to the land, to animals, to sustainable living. Right. Out here, we, we just ran off to the farm and out here, if we hadn't had this intense time on the land, we would never have been so deeply moved mm. to make this our future. And Mm. from this has birthed a whole new direction of Mm. our life, pushing us back to to the land and sustainable living. So, you know, I really do trust that this is nudging us. And even though there's real, it may look like Mm -hmm. real crisis in regards Mm -hmm. to paychecks and work and health and whatever, I do see the fact that we're all being called to reinvent ourselves. So, yeah. 
And it's a major system, global systems that had to fall to make way for new and better ones. You know, mm-hmm. it couldn't have been easy to have everything that everyone knows and the reality that people are believing in to just all come crashing down. It, mm-hmm. it, it, of course, it was going to be somewhat catastrophic, but on the other side of that is 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 all the potential for mm-hmm. a new system. Absolutely. And I don't know if you guys have felt this too, but I have felt more gratitude for our lifestyle and for the daily choices we make that seem very mundane and seem very just basic that actually how powerful they are because they've shown up in this time greatly. If that's journaling, if that's prayer, if that's routine, if that's even though some of that's kind of messed up, like my kids are here now, they normally would be at school. But you know, just the things we do to stay healthy, to sleep well, to stay well, it's like in the day to day, you know, when you take a vitamin today, you don't always feel that effect in that moment. Like, woo, I took a vitamin, I'm feeling it. No, it's the day after day after day after day benefit that you're going to see. And I think in times of loss, in times of shaking, in times of uncertainty, you really reap the rewards of your daily consistency. And it makes you go, oh, thank God I've been doing these things, right? Like, Everything's been that? preparing us. Yeah, it's, yeah. I feel like my whole life has been preparing me for this moment. <laughs> yeah, like this is why. Do you feel like this is why? This is yeah. why we do this. Totally. Like we don't have to have fear. And this is why we have been taking all of these supplements and whatever. And this is why we make the choices that we make. And yeah, for some of us, people that are coming to awakening, we may feel, which is mostly ego rising up, like, hello, where have you been? We've been talking about this for years. Like you're just new here, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but we can also go, wow, what an amazing opportunity. The least expected people are waking up. The people you'd never expect truth to come from, they're putting pieces together. And I think that we need to look at that as something brilliant and amazing because they can reach people that we can't. They have an audience that we don't have. Yeah. Well, let's talk about connecting the dots because you're brilliant at that. You're Inspector Cluso over there. So (laughs) I know, Chrissy, that you're not one to believe everything you hear and you're not one to just follow along with the mainstream media, what they're putting out there. So what, what have you found with connecting the dots? What are we truly up against? So I'll break it down as simple as I possibly can. Let's see. We are up against NWO, New World Order, whatever you want to call it, um, which has many arms. You have like this Soros arm, this Bill Gates arm. And again, this is not to attack people personally. I genuinely believe somewhere deep down inside of everybody, there is good, but they have pain. And some people have literally sold their souls to Satan to do evil things. That's my belief. You don't have to believe that, but no, I do I, know people do that. It so. is. And, and Satanism actually is behind a lot of this. The, sure. the exactly. ancient, ancient esoteric yes. rites of Satanism. Yes, exactly. So I do know as much as I want to believe there is good, I also know there's evil. Okay. Trafficking is evil. Pedophilia is evil, right? I mean, we could go down the list of what is evil. There's also good, but we can't be so high in our meditation cloud that we don't recognize that there is a satanic force behind 
evil things. And there are people that have sold their soul to satanic forces for money, for power, whatever that is. And maybe that came from their wound. Maybe it's in their lineage. Many of these people are all Rothschilds. And so they were born into this. Okay, we can have grace for that. At the same time, I'm not going to turn an eye to it. I'm not going to act like it's not happening. So what I believe is that there is satanic forces because my belief about God, Holy Spirit, Jesus, all of that is he is the author of good, of healing, of provision, of abundance, of hope. He does not release these types of evil. He will help and try to turn it for good and use people like us for good. But I do believe that evil is driving a lot of the power, a lot of the destruction. And I do know Event 201 is real. I do know that there is a patent on coronavirus. I do know that there was a simulation in November 2019 of of coronavirus. What would happen? Bill Gates predicts there's going to be 66 million deaths. I do know that Fauci in 2017 said this president is going going to face a surprise outbreak. Mm-hmm. I saw okay. That. So yeah. those are just a few dots to connect. I do believe that their plan and the goal just stopping there is one complete economic destruction and getting people hopeless and scared because if people are hopeless and scared, they'll do anything. They'll they comply. will give up their rights. They will get a chip. They will get a vaccine. They will get an ID. They will get papers. So I do think that that is a force at play. I do. And it's, it's a classical tactic to create the problem and then swoop in with the solution. Exactly. That they exactly. Want exactly. So there's, but we've known this has been going on with vaccines forever, which we've spoken about before. I mean, we know that Trump consulted Kennedy and said, hey, let's get this vaccine safety committee together. That was in the works. And who swooped in and told Trump that's a horrible idea? Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Okay. And, and so, you know, no, so you, you said just, that's a bad idea was his words. He did he, say that's a bad idea. Why do you think it's a bad idea? Because <laughs> of what he's going to uncover when he looks into it, perhaps? Exactly. And so we know that this has been going on. It's just now hit an iceberg. It's like it's really just starting to come to the surface for many people, including I'm seeing that Trump knows If he didn't know, he wouldn't defund the WHO. I mean, this has been a decade dream for those of us in this world going, the WHO is corrupt, who needs to be exposed, who in CDC, Gates is part of WHO. We've all been talking about this. I mean, who would dream up that the president would actually defund and investigate them? This is exactly in the middle of a pandemic, nonetheless. Exactly. So even on the surface, that's exciting. But for people like us, you take 10 steps back. This is massive. This This is is massive. massive. My biggest surprise through all of this was Trump, the wild card. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, wow, Trump. Actually, I'm starting to (laughs) see that he might be on our side. This is weird. And and, and that's something that if you weren't in that place, you need to surrender and accept. And obviously, you have preconceived ideas, judgments, assumptions attached to that. And I understand that. But if you just look at things on paper, you can't deny that good is coming from this. But at the same time, there's two races being ran. We have satanic pedophiles running their race. We have money hungry, power hungry people that truly want to destroy America. I mean, the people that aren't getting checks right now, why? Because Nancy Pelosi is not allowing people to get checks. She has said, no, 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 we're not going to put more money into the payroll account. So I'm sorry, that's, that is not driven by good. That is driven by evil to not provide for hardworking small businesses. So 
going back to connecting the dots, I do believe this is a pandemic, not a pandemic. This is Ooh, a pandemic. Nice play. Okay. Nice play. So that I think it's a scamdemic. I think it's <laughs> this is this is a border, this is borderline, this is extreme. It's almost a hoax, but it's not because there is some real things in it, right? I mean, also, here's another massive breakthrough. We have mainstream media and our government launched an official investigation in this coming from a lab. Okay, we were talking about this a month ago. On my podcast Mm. that I did in March, I talked about Event 201 and it coming from a lab and the professor at Harvard and, 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 and now finally they're just catching up. But the fact that they're now investigating the idea that it came from a lab well, isn't it, hasn't it been proven that Fauci donated $3.7 million into experimentations with bats in Wuhan yep. with the coronavirus? Like that's, yep. Jay, yeah. Kennedy put out actual factual information. Oh, yeah. He's been about that. Wow. Which speaking to that, I do believe that there is foul play with Kennedy's daughter. That is my that was my first, my first thought. And well. I'm sorry, that doesn't just happen. He is calling out the most evil, the most vile with facts. I, I just believe that I do not believe it's an accident unless I do believe in generational curses. I do. And I believe that we can break generational curses. So maybe there's a mix of a generational curse over the family that's at play. But I do believe regardless of the curse or not, that there is foul play. I just got to say the- as well, for all those non-believers out there around the whole satanic thing, I tried to discuss this with Kerry and he flat out, he couldn't afford to believe mm. that satanic rituals were a thing mm. of the modern day in America. Mm. He's like, sure, some random tribe in Haiti, maybe in some primitive hut somewhere, but not in America. That's crazy. <laughs> You're mm. a conspiracy theorist. I saw a documentary the other day with a straight up satanic mm-hmm. priest in LA who has mm-hmm. a satanic church. And yep. part of the belief is to spread the word of Satan. Mm-hmm. So he he was on, I think it was Oprah. I think it was mm-hmm. obviously not recently, but a while back he was on Oprah talking about his satanic church. And right. he's, I also think he was an uh, ex-CIA person. Yes, he was. And he actually, the government knew that he was a Satanist. There we go. So there's some dots to connect. What's that oh, say? yeah. Well, exactly. And there's a large um, Church of Satan in San Francisco. San Francisco and LA actually have the largest um, satanic church. Do we want to talk about um, Chelsea Clinton being part of the satanic church and wishing the satanic church a Merry Christmas and the founder of Twitter um, also saying that he is a Satanist and that he loves the satanic scriptures and that he's also using pedophile language, like enjoying the good pasta, which if people want to dig into that, all they have to do is watch Out of the Shadows. Out of the Shadows had 5 million views in three days. Brilliant. That is, can we just talk about the birth of the circulation of truth in this lockdown period? people being glued to their phones and having this deep desire to work out what is truly going on if something is going on. There is so much brilliant revealing information circulating like the speed of light through Mm -hmm. everyone's communities. And Mm -hmm. I don't think that would be happening if everyone was just about their normal days where they're distracted with work and this and that and dropping kids at school. People are, this is divine orchestration. And Uh, I believe that the light is moving just as quickly as the dark on this one, if not quicker. And even if people 
even if people can't fully believe it or receive the, the information about like the Satanists, for example, the fact that they're even being exposed to that is is the first step. Do you know what I mean? To- Absolutely. Even just the drip of the idea to hit the consciousness or the subconsciousness, the seed of the idea matters as well. Mm-hmm. And Have they though- revealed? Sorry, sorry, Jenna, go ahead. What's one more thing about that is just like the neutral witness, you know, how important that is here, because I know for a lot of people getting in, going down the rabbit hole of Satanism and pedophilia, which is so prevalent is painful. It's really painful to observe. Um, and people actually don't want to go there because it's, it's too painful, you know, and I, I I get that, but I just really want to say for the neutral witness to just witness it neutrally, you know, Mm. as, as it's happening, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and just to be able to, to witness it, that's a very powerful position. It is. And we can't step into, I think you have to really guard your heart and prepare. And I mean, we think about people that have extra graces and gifts. There's people that can show up to crime scenes and be zero affected. There's people that are affected than others. I mean, I'm pretty prophetically sensitive and things will come into my dreams or my mind's eye. So I have to be very careful with how far I go into that um, and what I see because those pictures do, you know, take care of themselves in your brain and you have to be very careful and know how to exchange those thoughts and replace those pictures and not let it attach to your mind, body, spirit, and emotions. So I do think there has to be a wisdom to how much you can handle, but at the same time, you can't be in denial of what's going on because that's fear is driving that denial. And just like with Carrie, which I understand good people and people that see the good, we do not want to accept that there could be that evil. We don't want to accept that people could actually torture babies and children and drink their blood. And I know that sounds insane. And people that haven't heard of that are thinking, why is this girl on the podcast? <laughs> like, And I get it. I truly do. And when you first like toe, tippy toe into that, you're thinking, really, really though? Really? But you know, there's just too much evidence. There's far too much evidence. And this is ancient. This isn't anything new under the sun. This isn't, I mean, abortion has been around forever. And I know that's very touchy, but abortion before it was called abortion was child sacrifice. People sacrifice baby to Moloch and it just has looked different over time. And so people have said, oh, that wasn't back then. Let's go back to the pure days. No, listen, honey, there's always been evil. There's always been compromise. There's always been people driven by their ego and the hunger for power. And there's always been people that have been willing to offer themselves as a sacrifice and to sell their souls for any level of power, attention, or whatever their motive is. This is not new. This is not just today. So no, can we... Sorry. I was going to say the the reason that they do that is because the reason they sacrifice children and drink their blood is because they are so cut off from the organic life force of God that right. the, in order to obtain life force energy to live, they literally have to usurp it from those with the, the more, more life and who has more life force than, than an infant or a baby. So that's, that's the right. reason behind it, you know? Well, I yeah. think there's, I also heard that there was a practical reason behind the blood drinking and scaring them, torturing them to the point where they're pumping so much adrenaline through their blood and they use babies because the blood is purer, less contaminated with toxins and whatever, and that they scare them and torture them to the point where they release the adrenaline and then they drink the blood 
and it's the adrenaline, what the adrenaline releases, adrenochrome is almost like a, a youth serum, beauty serum. Correct. It accelerates the, the organs. It makes you, it's kind of like the best drug on earth, I hear. Yes, um, which is talked about in Monsters, Inc., by the way. So oh, just God, go back and... And, is, and that also, is that a Disney? Is that a Disney one? It's I, it's either Pixar or Disney, but also don't forget about Google Chrome. Don't forget about Google Chrome. So you know it's called Chrome. But if you go into the patent and all the documents of Google Chrome and when it was released and you put the two words together is adrenal chrome. It's always been before our eyes. Wow. It's always okay. right in front of you. So say this is all going on. Say if you're one of those listeners who you're like, mm, still on the fence, not quite sure, needs some more dots to connect. Let's talk about how this ties in. Say the dark side, you know, we're in Mm -hmm. spiritual warfare always. Mm -hmm. In the universe, there's good, there's bad, there's polarity. Mm -hmm. That's what makes life life. So say it's manifested the spiritual warfare as this, these satanic type of rituals um, and groups doing their evil. What has celebrities the the circles of the elite, politicians, um, religious leaders, and um, straight up satanic people. Um, what have they got? What? Why do they want to be involved with something like satanic rituals? What's in it for them? They've got surely they've got so much to lose that it would be insane for them to be seen or part of such evil, obvious groups. I mean, sorry, they're not obvious groups because they're so hidden. But mm-hmm. tell me why they would be involved because they've got so much to lose if you're a celebrity. Right. What if someone right. snaps a pic Power. of you at some right. child sacrificing oh, ritual? Yeah, they right. do, right. That, and then they have pictures. it on you. Yeah, they yeah. have pictures. That's the whole thing is just like Epstein's Island and how they know. Again, watch Out of the Shadows because it's going to describe it and explain it far better than I think we can do here. Um, what but, I liked about that was that it was grounded and it exactly. was delivered in such a masculine, factual, yep. kind of clear way that it wasn't rooted in this like woohoo conspiracy exactly, kind of way. which is why I, like I think it had over 5 million views in three days. Um, I mean, I let my teenagers watch it. We talked about these types of things. I thought it was really well done. I thought it was very stable and steady. Um, So again, I think that's the best place for people to start, but it goes back to anybody. Why would anybody do that? I mean, again, going back to the powers, we have the Soros and the Gates and the Fauci's, and then we have Illuminati and we have Freemasons and Satanism. And, you know, they're all just arms, but at the same time interconnected. But it's not like you can just say, oh, this one is ruling this thing. No, they all have their place and they actually all have different roles to play. But on the flip side of that, there also is good. There's also angels. There's also God. There's also good people. There's also patriots. There's also politicians and celebrities and people and whistleblowers. So there's Julian Assange, which I hope he is going to be free soon. I think of him every day, but there is good as well. But why do these people want to do that? I mean, because the flesh is weak, right? We are spirit and flesh. The flesh, it's that good dog, bad dog, right? Like what you feed is going to grow. And these people, if you study Illuminati or Satanism or any of that is power, money, fame, fortune, right? Things that are not, you can't take to the next life, things that you're not going to have on the other side. But to them, it's also mass deception. You know, if you really step down into a place of compassion, how terribly sad 
right? I mean, the Bible even says, don't envy those that have it all on this side. Their day's coming. Their day's coming. That is so temporary and so fleeting. And yes, you look and go, how can evil thrive? And how can these people have all this money and all these jets? It's all temporary and it's all surface. They don't have the deep things. I don't want to speak for everybody, but these type of people, they are tormented. Why are they addicted? Because they are tormented, truly. But it's all for power, broken, wounded, tormented. I mean, you sell your soul to evil thinking you're going to get one thing. I mean, these people are also abused in that process. I mean, Michael Jackson would be the perfect example. How many people have tried to expose it, tried to talk about it, and then they're the one turning into the abuser and turning into addiction. It's a vicious cycle. And I do believe generational curses play a role. I also believe that what you let into your eye gate, your ear gate, your soul, you open up the door for the enemy, you better bet he's going to come in. Mm -hmm. That's how that goes. God, that's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, In high school, when everyone was getting into Ouija boards and, you know, creating those witchy kind of circles and calling in the spirits, I always had this gut instinct like, "Mm, I don't know if we should be messing with this, guys. Like, that's real. It's real. Do you, and, and you think it's fun, but it's real. You know, I mean, and there is, there is real of that. The spiritual realm is real. Um, you know, I know that ghosts, people say, do you believe in ghosts? Yes and no. No, because I just know that they're demons. So demons are ghosts. So call it what you want, but it's real. Some people go, oh, do you think that's real? Somebody said they saw this and heard this. That's fake. No, it's real. There's a spiritual realm, but it's, do you really want to mess with that? I want to be in the spiritual realm with God and angels. I don't need to be in no dark spiritual realm. So I'm not opening doors and windows and saying like, oh, the door's just open. Come on in. Like, no, thank you. I'm going to do whatever I need to do to keep my windows and doors closed mind, body, spirit, emotion, but even still we're affected. But I do think these people, there may be cracks, there may be little things. And some of it is, I think they were victims. How do people deal with mass sexual abuse? I mean, you have PTSD, you have shame, you have all of these things. So it's just like, what can numb this? And then sometimes they turn into abusers, right? Again, I'm no expert on it. I'm just observing. And that's my take from my research. It's very sad either way, but people will do anything for power, for attention. And it's evil. It isn't just ego. It's evil. So that's probably why sexual abuse and pedophilia is such as, and sex trafficking is such a huge part of this evil is because that's a way to manipulate, control, break the human spirit and keep creating evil in the world because then they turn out to be broken souls and may do that to other people. And when, and when that happens to you as a child, that it can, it does, it creates like a, in my opinion, in my observation, like a hole in your ego that these Mm -hmm. darker entities can come in and the Mm -hmm. darker entities that are not on embodied on the planet have a lot to do with this, you know, and Mm -hmm. a lot to perpetuating and almost like people are allowing these darker entities into their bodies. And then, um, and that has a lot. And then when you, when you have a trauma or you're abusing drugs, these are Mm -hmm. times when, when the darker entities can actually find a little crack to come on into your body. 
Absolutely, I believe that. And that's why, again, I'm not anti-alcohol across the board, but I do believe alcohol is a spirit. That's why people call it a spirit. And I only bring that up to say, why do people say, oh, I did that when I was drunk. I didn't know what I was doing. I, I cheated on my spouse when I was under the influence. I did this under the influence. I don't even remember. I, it wasn't me, right? And so the same with, obviously, those things happen on drugs. Those things happen on with addiction because they're rewiring the brain. You know, they're more ego driven, all of that. But again, yes, it's from pain, but it creates a cycle because you have shame and pain and you need a way to get away from that. Now, do some people find God and freedom? I mean, I think Kanye is a great example of someone that has seen the matrix and stepped outside of it. I truly believe that Kanye, I'm not saying he's a perfect human or anything along those lines, but he has been warning us this whole year. I believe he got out. That's just my opinion. Um, this all of the Telltale check marks are there that he escaped some of that. And he has been warning us. He has talked about the internet. He has talked about New World Order. He's talked about Illuminati. He's talked about Freemasonry. Nobody's been listening. They just talked him up to be crazy. But if you actually listen to what he was saying, he's saying what you and I are saying right here. We're going to get Kanye on the podcast. And yes, it could, it could It could be the case with Trump as well. I feel like Trump is a, a, like the archetype that would have been included in that dark club, but then he might have seen what was going on and decided to, to go against it, you know, because in order to go against it, you kind of have to know what's going on. And I feel Absolutely. like that would be an option for Trump. Also, you could have been in a position a where you're human. not caught out. No, exactly. Exactly. What do you have to lose? You already have everything. I mean, you're not even taking a paycheck. Same with Kanye. He said, I don't care. Don't don't record my labels. Then I'll find another way. I mean, look what happened to him with the Paris fashion show. And he lost the biggest account ever, but then gained the next largest account, you know, because he didn't want to compromise convictions on certain things. I mean, it ends up working itself out. Again, I just think that he has tried to tell us about this new world order as other people have. It's just, he's come from the inside. That's what makes it different with him sharing it versus us sharing it is what I'm saying. And he has been shining a light on that. I think in divine timing, divine timing was this happened to him and with him this year, not any other time. I just think it happens to align with all of this. And again, going back to what we were talking about, connecting the dots Again, we can either be in denial or we can observe from a distance and maybe it takes you a couple days, a couple weeks, a couple months. I know there's people that told me no way in hell two months ago and now they're messaging me going, oh my gosh, I see it now. Mm -hmm. It takes time for some people. That's okay. And I, I, I just want to give a little shout out to a beautiful soul out there called Elizabeth April. And I suggest anyone who's open to looking beyond the veil should look into Elizabeth April. And she, I watched one of her videos the other day and she had a very interesting point for anyone listening to this podcast who just I know that sometimes I go down the rabbit hole of what's going on behind the scenes and I get so depressed and so terrified because I have this gut, just disgust of the human condition and fear of the evil that's out there and the need to protect my babies and my family and humanity. I feel so just overwhelmed with what can, like, this is crazy. What can I do? Mm. This is a disgusting part of humanity. Mm -hmm. But then 
Elizabeth April said something on her video the other day. She said, listen, everyone's going into duality. Duality exists. We're going to the extreme darkness that's out there and the extreme lightness that's there as well. And this battle is real and it's going on and it's manifesting in very interesting ways. She said the place to be during this time is as Jenna said, right in the middle as a neutral witness, because it's so easy to get sucked all the way down there in the so-called conspiracy theories and this and that and everyone's evil and whatever, and all the way on the other side as well, where everyone's a bunch of kooks and you can completely trust the media and (laughs) what they're planning is for our good. I mean, that's their job. You know what I mean? You can go to the extremes. And I think that I would encourage people to just sit in the middle, let their discernment of their gut guide them to what information they truly resonate with that's real rather than just what you're told or what your friend believes, and then try stay neutral and just watch and trust and watch. So, yeah, and protect. I think you have to protect your mind, body, spirit to to a time. I think that's day to day. Like there's moments I actually had someone offline text you guys this link, sent me this 1980s documentary about actually our government exposing adrenochrome. And I turned on the first minute of it and it was so intense. And I just wasn't in a space that moment. I was like, you know what? I need to protect myself right now. I'm not in a space to consume this. And I think you do need to listen to that. And there may be a moment you feel this massive drive to dive all the way in that day. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's our job to listen, right? And to go, now is the moment, no delay, Kairos time. Now is not the moment. And I need to protect my mind, body, spirit, home, whatever that is. But again, is there a group of people that have their heads in the sand and that they are sheeple and they believe MSM and they believe Fauci and they believe Gates. They really believe Gates is the savior. They really believe a vaccine is the savior. They really believe that the new world order, and again, not trying to hate on anybody, but whatever this new world order, Disney comes together with all these celebrities. It's supposed to be, I think this weekend, some type of program. Um, Again, what did I just say? It's a program that's going to be on this weekend to bring us all together. Together. No, that's all, again, the message of New World Order. It's the message of let's have one currency, let's have one this, let's have one that, let's all get vaccinated, let's all track everywhere we're going. And it's to some people, they're excited about that. Because they're in fear. Are, yeah, they're I like, would I can't say wait. They are so desperate to get some type of solution because they're so riddled with fear over this, that they'll take anything anyone's handing them. But what happened to just boosting your immune system? When you're looking at the facts and the actual statistics, I would say majority of people have pre-existing medical conditions, aka a lowered immune system. A, they're saying that you know, a lot of people are just, the numbers are fudged to a degree because a lot of people- And false positives. Don't forget about that. Yeah, but I believe that let's turn to nature. Why don't we just focus instead on a mandatory vaccination? Sure, if you want to take the vaccination, go for it. But it shouldn't be mandatory. Why don't we just all focus on a program that boosts our immune systems? Pumping up regenerative organic farming, Mm -hmm. pumping up the Mm -hmm. use of supplements and vitamins and turning to the earth that which we're in alignment and that which we come from to boost our immune systems to protect us. Why right, would like Dr. Shiva? Yeah, we're so con- yeah. that's it. But we're so conditioned to thinking that the answers lie in pharmaceuticals that 
why what that's crazy to think that we should just use food and good thoughts and exercise and right. the earth as a way to protect ourselves right. from like this you mean virus. like what we were created for exactly <laughs> like going back to original design going back to the garden which is what I talk about in my book. If we go back to the garden, there isn't GMOs, there isn't vaccines, there isn't control, there isn't, you know, all of this. No, like back to the garden is back to the land, back to the earth. There isn't chemtrails over your head. There isn't tainted water and tainted soil, you know? And yes, is there a movement with regenerative farming? Is there a movement with organic? Yes. Hello. What grocery store doesn't have organic now? 10 years ago, you could only go to select grocery stores. So there is a a ball rolling on that. But I think that's why I want your listeners to go follow Dr. Shiva, watch his videos because he has put out, he even um, emailed the president and said, here is the protocol. If we use A, if we use D, if we use this, Mm -hmm. I am hoping and and visualizing every day that he is appointed to one of Trump's committees. This man is brilliant. He's the inventor of the email. Okay. (laughs) Like he knows what he's talking about. And he even has said how horrible social isolation is for us. Isolation and loneliness are actually a molecule. And we know that actually the more we interact, the healthier we will be. This whole social distancing thing is is really not well-intentioned. It is actually Not not helping anything. Totally. And also vitamin D is such an imperative vitamin for the immune system. And people say that vitamin D is one of the vitamins that um, help break down the virus. So correct. And I think people ask me that, oh, do you think it's all fake? No, I think it's as real as C. diff and hepatitis and pneumonia. It's just another thing. But do we want to look at where it came from, whether it's a lab, whether it's this or that, but do we want to look at the people with it? Like, did they have a really bad nervous system, immune system? How about all the people that got the flu shot? And even PubMD said, if you had the flu shot, you had a 40% chance of getting coronavirus or higher because it's in the strain of the vaccine. How about two years ago, a strain of RSV was going around and they tested for corona. Multiple people have sent screenshots of their reports that their child had corona two years ago as a respiratory infection. So again, I think we have to look at the data, look at the numbers, wisen up open the nation, open the economy. I am so grateful. I don't know if you watched the press conference yesterday, but they said, we are opening the nation by May 1st. Some states may open sooner. Some states may take more time, but we are reopening. We have had nothing but declining numbers 14 days in a row. And then there's people saying, this is reckless. You're reckless if you open your business. You're reckless if you want your kids to go to school. You're reckless if you want the economy to thrive and open. And I think if you just look at data, if you just look at the studies coming out, we should have opened with the original date, which was April 7th. Mm-hmm. That, that's just me. Well, Christy, we don't have much time left. So I, I really, I'm clear that you believe we should not be scared and Jenna believes that. And I also have a very deep feeling in my bones of calmness. Like this is all going to plan for some Mm. reason. This is all Mm -hmm. right. This is what we need in order to break through to a global level of higher consciousness. Mm -hmm. So I really trust in that. I want your take Chrissy on what this new earth paradigm looks like. Hmm. So I think that, like we said, there's a lot of good, right? If you look at this, there's so many things being exposed that we would only hope and pray for months ago. I think that there is so many people recognizing the idols in their life and those idols need to go. I think that 
family units as much as, yes, some are not going well, some are being restored. I think that there's an individual awakening happening of what needs to be different, what needs to be healed, what needs to be better, what's coming up for me. And then I think that's happening citywide, business-wide, county-wide, statewide, nationwide. I think there is a mass awakening of the corruption of the evil, of what's really going on behind the scenes. I think people are having to reckon and come to the fact that they have been programmed and they have been brainwashed and they have been part of a system and they have a choice to make of how to get free of that and how to go about life differently. Now, my personal conviction is we are never going to have perfect world harmony, no sickness, no death, no pain until there is a complete new world. So, but can things heal and get better? Yes. I do think if people collectively will choose to walk in truth, walk in light make choices for their own selves every day, be that food or vitamins or whatever that is, and turn to God as well and put that energy into good, I do think we're going to see some really positive shifts. I do think there's also things happening um, to expose cartels and trafficking that is part of this as well. I don't know how much of it. I don't have all the facts, but I do believe there is a lot of trafficking and a lot of cartels which are all tied together and a lot of evil that is being quote unquote indicted and exposed. At the same time, the other plans are at play. So I think we have to trust that and that we're not always going to know everything. We're not always going to see everything and that's okay. I think we need to come to the place of trust. Like you said, you feel a deep peace. We need to step out of fear um, and not listen to the mainstream media. We need to be effective at our own research and our own thoughts and, you know, listening to the high wire with Del Bigtree and listening to Dr. Shiva and listening to Dr. Tenpenny. I mean, the truth about vaccines is released next week. Um, that's coming out, a nine-part series. I mean, watching out of the shadows, there's so much opportunity to be empowered. And I think mm -hmm. the more people are empowered, then the more we can transform things. But my honest <laughs> statement on that, we're going to have good and evil until we actually have a restored earth. But I do think that we will have phases of exposure and corruption and good and evil. And I think now is the time to be more excited and accepting than it is to be afraid. I think we need to be unified. I think there's a lot of baiting on, oh, if you think this, you're bad. If you think this, you're good versus letting people have their own journey. So I do think it's important that people step into truth, step into light, deal with that with inside of themselves first, and then decide what they're going to do with that. I do think there's going to be a huge shift, businesses, books, podcasts, um, things looking different for people, funds being taken from evil and going into good. I do believe in the transfer of the wicked wealth going to righteous wealth. I do believe that we will see good rise. And I do believe that we can see victory if we have more faith than fear. Out of fear, we're not going to manifest anything good. We have got to collectively stand in faith, trust the process, and believe that there's things happening spiritually behind the scenes, politically behind the scenes, and with people like us behind the scenes, that it will turn out for our good.
I agree. And you know, on that note too, I just think what you said was really important when you said that each of us individually can just turn towards the light. And I think if anyone's listening to this who is in fear about anything that we've talked about or could have suffered, you know, abuse or whatever, where you could be at the mercy of darker forces, at least in Mm. corners of your life, I think this is such an important time to command your personal space, to choose God, to call in angelic forces to protect you and to to really put your power there because not only will you see the fear melting away, but that is something that each of us as individuals can do to affect positive change and to really strengthen ourselves in this crazy time. Mm -hmm. Yes. Strengthening yourself is so important. I think more than ever, We need to be about it being in for me, in the word, in my journal, in prayer, you know, guarding everything fiercely at the same time, allowing what needs to take place to take place, knowing when to turn it on and when to turn it off. And also for us to share these truths, get on the podcast, you know, text your friends, the links to documentaries. Don't be afraid to be crazy. Don't be afraid. And I know, I feel like there's people listening right now that are going, Oh my gosh, my people, this is what I thought. This is what I, I thought. Thank you for confirming this, but their husband, their mother, their people are going, you're crazy. You're tinfoil hat. You've gone too far. And I know that that can be hurtful. I know that that is hard for people to come to terms and to peace with that within their own home, people aren't accepting of what is truth. And I just want to say to anyone facing that within your marriage, within, with your parents, with your coworkers, that you are okay and you are safe to believe what you believe and to speak what you're speaking. We are with you. You are not alone and you are not isolated. There are so much more of us than you could even count or number. You are doing what is right for you and your calling and your divine timing. And you may feel alone. You may feel rejected. You may feel isolated. You may feel crazy, but you are not. And it's way more people now that know about it. I mean, I feel like I've been saying this for years and years and and everyone I know kind of like turned their back on me. And now it's like so many more people know, you know, it's, it's so much safer now than it used to be. So I mm-hmm. could not agree with you more. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. Coming I know, out of the shadows. Oh, okay. Amber had to go deal with Winnie, but she's back. And um, Winnie's on the boob. We've okay, got good. another one with us, but she, she's a silent guest. Okay. Silent um, guest. <laughs> Beautiful. That I completely am behind you guys on that take, which leaves me with a very confident, um, yeah, just confident, confident take on this whole situation. So I think that's a really great point to end on. I think we should offer our listeners the invitation. Mm-hmm. Please start to peel back the layers of reality when you find discrepancy in the official story. Get ready to head down the rabbit hole. (laughs) Welcome. We have snacks. (laughs) (laughs) We have lots of organic snacks. We have lots of snacks down here. (laughs) Chrissy, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Chrissy. Wow. You guys are so welcome. Thank you so much for, for having me and letting me speak from the heart and from truth. And I really feel that your listeners are going to be having divine revelations and they are going to be set free to walk in the light more than they have before. 
I agree. And I as Chrissy that. said, just jump on the boat, follow Chrissy's Instagram, get onto her podcast, find your community around you who are tapped into this kind of take on things and you will not feel alone. And if you so did enjoy today's episode. I'm so sorry. Yep. I have a drop in. Can I share it? I have yes, a drop of in course. for your listeners. It's really important. It yes, is please. important that you take breaks. I feel like when you're new to this, you can get really consumed and not stop. Like you will just be in that hole and not come out. And I just want to say that isn't healthy either. You need to take breaks from that realm. You need to take days off from the YouTube, from the Instagram. Um, As much as it's important and it's divine timing, it is also important that you are not consumed with it. You still need to live life. You still need to be with family and be connected to yourself, to God, to people. You still need to get out in the garden and go on walks and read a book. Don't let it consume you and become this zealot about it in a negative way because that can happen. I even know for myself, I'll text my husband like 20 things in a row and he's like, put the pipe down for five seconds, please. <laughs> like take a break. And he's right. I'm like, okay, yes, I've been, I'm way too deep in the hole today. So just please listen to that and know that just don't let it consume you. And it can feel overwhelming when you first come into all of that. And there's a lot of feelings of denial, frustration, anger, grief. How could I be so blind? How is this possible? And I just want to say that we're holding space for you, whatever that looks like. At the same time, please do not isolate and and get so consumed that it's unhealthy for you. Good point. Good point. Thank you so much Chrissy for being with us today. We I Absolutely. know I know you've just dropped a lot of truth bombs and I know everyone's going to just love that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Christy. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a comment, a five-star review, spread the love, spread this episode, join the light team. We need you. Um, And Chrissy, thank you so much. Once again, I just, I love you and adore you and appreciate your time. So excited to have you with us at some later point. All right. So that's for, that's it for today, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. Trust, have faith, and um, we'll see you on the other side.